Good morning, good morning, Dr. Gary here on the road. We just got back from Washington, D.C. Have some interesting stories for you today. Um, we are dental practice brokers on the road. We sell dental practices, and we've been doing this for 13 years. Today's topic is, why two sellers of million-dollar practices excuse me, decided to sell early, age 40s and 50s. So let's talk about that, what made their decision. Anyway, as you know, we've been doing this for 13 years. We're in 28 states. Uh, we just got back from Washington, D.C., as I previously mentioned. Some interesting opportunities down there. And we were just recently in Texas and North Carolina. So we're all over the place. We have 10 employees, including two CPA accountants. And we have a team of 10 to assist you in buying or selling a dental practice. We are now working 363 days a year. We take off Christmas and Easter. We are available to you. The information you're about to hear is for entertainment purposes only. It's not legal or business advice. Our phone number is 201-663-0935. And our website is dentalpracticeguide.com. Or it's nationwidedentalpracticebrokers.com. So please give us a call. Now, if you have a large, large practice, over a million, one, over one million, one point five, five, six chairs, that type of size, and you're thinking about selling to a DSO or you have multiple offices, please give me a call because I'm dealing with them in the streets, in contract, every day. I see what they're looking for, what they're changing, what their contracts look like, what the demands are, just about everything. And... Often, now we are independent. We don't work for any DSO, but we can pick and choose we think are the best ones for you. Often, they will pay our commission. Majority of times, our commission is paid. There is no commission to the seller. And if you work with us, depending on criteria, I can get your legal fees reimbursed upon successful closing. And we've done that multiple times. So just call me and I'll let you know about this. Now, the, uh, the topic today is, what was the thinking and why two doctors, both million dollar practices, million plus, are deciding to get out and sell now at such a younger age, one in mid 40s, one in late 50s, why? Why are they doing that now? What is the thinking behind that? And I'll try to go over with you. Well, just the thought that you can't predict the future. Nobody can. It's virtually impossible. You cannot predict the future. You just can't. If you look at what happened with pandemic, think about it. No one, no one was predicting that would happen. There are people that said it would happen in the future sometime. But no one could predict exactly when it was happening. There was talk of the possibility of it happening sometime in the future, but nobody knew when. And certainly the gravity of the situation 
was nowhere near what anybody thought it was going to be. So, with that in mind, it goes the same with a disability. You don't know when you're going to get disabled. You think you're going to live forever because your parents lived a long time. You just cannot predict the future. Well, that thinking was behind the thought process of these two doctors. And, uh, you know, so I salute them. Let's talk about the first one. In the 40s, late 40s, was just tired of the management. Now, these are, multi, you know, practices over a million dollars. Tired of the management. Day in and day out, day in and day out. Every day. The supplies, the staffing, the patients, the insurance companies, the overhead. All of that. It just got to them after a while. They'd like doing dentistry. So their thinking is, hey, if I could sell to a DSO and to get top dollar, I'm going to get all my money at 20%, you know, usually capital gains. I want to continue to work, but I don't want to deal with the stress of management of the office anymore. Just don't want to deal with it. And their thinking was, if I can get out now, I get a boatload of money, and especially now, now we're in uh, April of 23, I can sit on that money in the time value of money especially right now you can get about 5% but beyond that it's the power of the money you having the money when someone else doesn't have it let be it up let's say it's a vacation home if the economy falters vacation homes are probably going to be the first things that go and people start selling the market will be flooded with them I remember in 2008 so the um, the power of money, that you have the deposit monies, first of all. And who knows, in, in a year or two, if the economy really gets bad, what the banks will want to purchase a second home. What kind of down payment they want, what will be the interest rate. Well, if you have the money, you can A, buy it cash, or B, you have the down payment, and you can afford to buy it, when others will let it go, because it's not that, uh, it's non-essential uh, purchase, a second, uh, a second home. So that's what you could do with the power of money. Because you have the money, you're in a very strong financial position, and especially when the banks cut back on lending. So their thinking was, I want to kick back. I want to continue to work. I want that money up front that I'm going to get, and I'll get it at 20%. I want what the DSOs are going to provide. They're going to take care of my, my health care, my malpractice. I'm going to get probably they're going to get uh, some stock in the company. And generally, these uh, DSOs are pretty solvent. You know, they made it through the 2008. They made it through the pandemics. Probably going to make it through difficult times. So their thinking, his thinking was, well, you know, I'll have a place to work. They have the finances and the resources to keep the practice going. And I could do what I love best, just the dentistry. And when I walk out, it's not my concern anymore of the ongoing uh, of the business, the business end of the dentistry. Somebody else can take care of the whole management. Um, and they can continue to produce. And also their thinking was, on the one individual, that the, uh, the future that the DSO can provide as far as marketing, advertising, resources, um, and many DSOs may have other offices in your general area, uh, personnel, they could pull from another office and supply if somebody quits. 
So all of that thinking was uh, really something very important in their decision-making process. And so here's somebody in their 40s are going to let go. And I have doctors in their 60s, 65, 68, 70 say, well, I'm not ready. I'm not sure. I don't want to let go. I, I don't know. You know, uh, but somebody in the 40s is doing it. So this is what's behind their thinking. Now, the other doctor in the 50s, later 50s, says, I've been at this for about 25, 30 years. And frankly, I want to uh, choose a little different path. I'd like to be able to cash out. Financially, I'm relatively strong. And I want to cash out. And his thinking was not to a DSO, but more to a private buyer. So he can have all his money up front. He could take that money, invest it, put it towards his net savings. Mind you, he's you know late 50s. He's saved up quite a bit of money over the years. And he has different ideas, different exit strategies, things he wants to do. And if it doesn't pan out, he can always back, go back into dentistry. Also, his real estate, uh, he could sell that because uh, it's a, appreciated significantly. Or he said, perhaps I'll just uh, take the income from the rental. I frankly think he's better off cashing out because I think real estate will go down. The economy will have serious problems. I do listen to, you know, I don't try to sell anything or anything, but who I personally listen to is Peter Schiff. I think he has important uh, ideas and as far as economists, I think he's one of the better ones. His timing may not be perfect, but it seems that he does get it right most of the time, but not in exact timing. So, you know, now this fellow is going to cash out and pursue a different path. He has exit strategies and only in the upper 50s has exit strategies. So why can't you do that? So many of you say, I'm not ready. I say the future is unpredictable. You can't predict what's gonna happen when or if you just don't know. And if you cash out, so you cash out now. And if things don't work out in your exit strategy, you can always open up another office in another area. Go 10 miles outside the restrictive zone. That's all you have to do. You have your skills. You go back into dentistry. You could buy another practice, grow the practice, and uh, take it from there. So I'm just saying that um, there's different pathways. This is pathways for this uh, doctor, these two doctors, and it's going to work for them. And you might think about that. And certainly, you know, some of these doctors, they get out early. And if you want advice, I can connect you with them. Or you can speak to me to give you different ideas. But uh, think about it. Just think about it. It's like selling all your stock as it was going up and up and up. And people thought there was no end to the stock market. And then look what happened with the pandemic. But if you sold before the pandemic without knowing, people would tell you, why would you sell now? Because you have to pay tax on that. Secondly, the stock market's going up 10, 15% or whatever a year. You're going to lose all that money and you sold. And all of a sudden you have all this cash. And then oil went down to like what, 10 to $12, $10 a barrel or $5 or zero. You could have purchased a lot of oil contracts then. Um, so nobody knows the future. I just know that you can always get back into dentistry. You don't lose your license, but it's just a thought of what some other people have done and you might want to think about that when it comes to selling. 
Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. We have all kinds of new activity. We just got back from three different states. Uh, we'll be putting that out. I think this week we should have a new flyer, a new email blast. If you don't get our email blast, call us, sign up. doesn't cost you anything. Um, and we'll get you the monthly or every six weeks we send a new email blast. I've got a bunch of new practices. I just did one two weeks ago. I think I'm going to be doing another one maybe this week. Just blast it out because there's too many. And we want you up on them too. All right, and then some deals are falling apart that we expect to go to closing. We'll alert you about those that you may want to jump back in because sometimes we tell you it looks like it's going to closing, although there's always a 30% chance it may not go through. But we'll alert you of ones that look like they may be coming back on the market, and we told you that we thought it might close, so we'll alert you of that too. There's some good opportunities there. All right, trying to get down to Georgia next and then Nevada. Uh, opportunities there, and I have to get down there. I'll keep you posted about that. So listen, keep posted. Let's make it. Uh, let's make it happen. It's getting warm. Can't wait. Bye bye.